Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Ashley Guyverson, a spiritual life coach who helps people to reclaim pieces of their spirits that have been denied, intentionally left behind, lost in painful experiences, or otherwise disassociated from the survival process that they find themselves in in life. Oh, my gosh. Hey, Ashley, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you here. So can you please expand a bit more on, you know, where are you today with your business and who is it that you love to work with? Yeah. Um, so my business has evolved a lot over the years. Um, but today, uh, just as you said, I help people go into the shadow side, or which is essentially the parts of themselves that they don't yet know. Uh, it's mm. the parts that um, lie in the subconscious that we haven't yet brought to the our awareness. But it's the part of our lives that drives so much of our behavior and can really derail um, where we're at and where we want to go. And so I help people recognize what those pieces are and give them tools to help them navigate and and overcome them, Mm. essentially. Yeah. Well, let's just break that down a little bit more. So yeah. that, that sort of shadow side from a from a yeah. business owner perspective, what does that actually look like? What's what's in there? Oh, what does that look like, man? That's a deep question. Um, <laughs> so for me, and this, I have a natural like innate ability to go right to the shadow. We kind of talked about this already, but I have a really intimate knowledge of the shadow side. So when somebody says something, I can immediately go to, okay, here's the root of the problem where they might be just at the surface level and don't even realize like where the root even starts. And so being able to recognize that and say, okay, you're talking about, um, you're, you're talking about a problem and you're like, you know, Hey, I can't, I can't lose weight let's use that as an example. I can't lose weight. And that's your, that's your surface problem. But to me, I'm like, okay, what stories are telling you what stories or or narratives are repeating in your mind that tell you, you can't lose weight. What's stopping you from going there and doing the work. And Mm -hmm. I had a, I had a mentor once, and and this is a great example Um, in her story, in her lifetime story, it was if I'm overweight, I won't find a relationship. So that way I can't have my heart broken. And that's her shadow side. So on the surface, it's, Ooh. I can't, I'm, I let's, yeah, let's pause ahead. that. Let's, let's just break that down. Cause that was quick. Yeah. That was yeah. very quick. 
So break that yeah. down into those three chunks. So I can't lose weight. Yeah. One level deep is because if I lose weight, I will be able to find a partner. Good mm-hmm. thing. Happy days is what we want. Yeah. But yeah. that also means I will get my heart broken, negative, shadow. And that's, the, have, yeah. that's the autopilot that we can't see, don't see, maybe don't want to see. I yeah. think that that, analogy, that, that that example, I think, is beautifully put. So simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's just, it's, you can take any limiting dialogue. I can't lose weight. I'm poor. I can't make money. Um, I can't do whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not pretty. I'm not worthy. You know, you can take any one of those superficial statements and you can dig and just keep asking questions to go deeper and deeper and deeper. And the shadow side is the, is the root that says, okay, I have this mm-hmm. problem, but the shadow side is let's remove all these external pieces and look at the one thing that we can control and that's ourselves. So if you have a fear of money, for instance, and you're like, oh, well, I'll never be successful. And if that's your limiting factor, your limiting belief, and you break that down, it could be, I'm, I have a fear of making money because I don't want my relationships to change. Or if I make money, people are going to look at me like I'm doing something wrong, or like I should be giving them handouts, or these are all shadow beliefs that are somewhere in our subconscious that dictate how we navigate life. Crumbs, let's put it and I have. The- into that business owner window right now, because I like yeah. to bring this back into the, the entrepreneurial world. Yeah. Fear of success because I'll lose people along the way. Wow. Yeah. Way to self-sabotage. Is mm-hmm. that true? It, I'm yeah. sorry. It might be true. It might be a good thing. It doesn't feel like it right now. So it's holding that. How are you able to just real top level, take that sort of shadow side that you can see in any of those examples and start to bring it forward in a way that can be seen, can be heard. And obviously the monsters that live in, under the bed or in the wardrobe, once you see them, it's like, oh, look at you, aren't you? <laughs> What's that process like? Well, a lot of people want an easy, quick solution, right? They want to be able to say, okay, here's my problem. I want it fixed in this time frame, and I want to never have to revisit it again. And there is no easy button. There is no simple solution to anything. So the process often takes, and also when I can see someone's shadow, doesn't mean that they're going to be able to see the shadow as quickly as I did. So in anything, if you see it, someone else doesn't, you point it out, it could be very like off-putting. So when I work with people, I have to meet them where they are first and foremost. So I have to understand do you truly believe this or is this just a, a, an analogy that you're, you're, you're using? So there's some tools I use, um, some neuro-linguistic programming tools that I use to vet out whether or not someone actually believes that limiting belief. And then from there, we'll work on making necessary shifts and it's, it's a process. So, um, you know, if you've ever pulled weeds and, and maybe this is um, going off topic here, but it's a, it's a really great analogy for shadow work. And I had this realization the other day. Um, if you've ever pulled weeds before, like manually pulled weeds instead of spraying them, um, there are many different types of weeds. And 
how you approach pulling weeds is going to be very different depending on the type of weed. For instance, I was pulling weeds in my uh, driveway and we have some that are very wide, but the wide parts of the weed have no root. It's just an arm of the weed. And when you pull it up, it's like, well, you're pulling up three, four inches of, of weed. And it's like, where the hell's the root? And then you have another arm and you pull up that. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I have all these arms. Mm. Where's the root? And that's how shadow work is. And sometimes you're meeting someone at the end of one arm when there's four arms to this weed. But then you have like succulent type weeds that when you start pulling on them, the exterior parts are so frail, you pull on them and you can't, you can't actually get to the root unless you have a tool. And then sometimes, you know, I, I've pulled weeds over several days and one day it had rained. So the, the ground was soft. Another day it was like dry and, and hard. And one day I was tired and, and like, just wasn't into doing it. So my or you were too angry to, and you put the top bit too- and the root stayed in there. Right? It's like, Oh, damn it. Yeah. Now I can't get to that. Yeah. And then there were times where I started pulling up and I thought I got it and I consistently just kept going. And all of a sudden, like you, you pull out a root that's six inches long and it's like, holy hell, that was in there. Mm. And so shadow works exactly the same. You have to want to pause on that moment. Yeah. We just said there, holy hell, that, that was in there. Doesn't that sum up pretty much (laughs) all of coaching spiritual life coaching business coaching to get us over these barriers these hurdles and seeing what truly is happening holy shit that yeah what was that doing down there i don't the lightness of your voice so we're talking about the shadow side but having Mm -hmm. this lightness of oh my gosh there's something kind of beautiful in in that especially that one thing i stood out i don't want to jump in on that, that that concept of the light part? No, it's just fun to just hear you say oh, that. Oh, like, hold on, pause. Voice. I want to oh, just yeah. shine <laughs> okay. a light on on that area. Yeah. Well, and that's the exciting part for me is being able to facilitate that weed pulling process for somebody and showing them, okay, look, we have a garden and we have all these different things in our garden. And, and, you know, you have weeds that, that are going to pop up. And these are the things that are thorns mm. in your side that are, that are causing things to become ugly, or it's, it's some, something in a, in a space that you don't want it. And so to, to approach that, yes, sure. We could spray it, but guess what? When you use pesticides and things like that to spray weeds, not to get on my soapbox about that, but like you could kill other things and you could damage other things in the process. So if you're coming at a problem with anger, rage, resentment, punishment, fear, those are all very low vibe ways to approach something that is causing you trouble. And what that's going to do is going to end up poisoning other things around you, other people, other things, pain causes pain, misery loves company. We all hear these terms and that's exactly what that is. It's I'm in pain, I'm hurting. And in order for me to get through this, I'm going to cause those around me pain. And we do it subconsciously. Mm. when really we could be going at this completely different and pulling these weeds. And that's what I love about the process is I can facilitate that and watch people go, Oh hell, that's, what's really holding me back. I mean, I do this with myself all the time. Like, ah, shit, that's the thing. (laughs) It's been right in front of me this whole damn time. All right. So, so that, that concept, so, you know, hearing you talk eloquently about this and, and the different sort of aspects of this only briefly, but I think you covered so many different points. Knowing this, you must be an absolutely 
expert business owner because you have no challenges, no worries. <laughs> you can bypass and work through and understand everything, right? That's the way it works, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> You're funny. So, no, what, I am. Like? I am just as I am just as susceptible to this shit as everybody else. <laughs> so tell me, what, what what is it like? Because having that, this is the work that you get to do. This is who mm-hmm. you are. What your your area of genius is, and you obviously love it. Yeah. Love hates love really love. enjoy yeah this 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 area and you've seen the benefits in yourself and everyone around you what's it been like to grow your business and go in that transition for yourself to be like yeah this this is my business and here's how I've been trying to continue to grow and evolve yourself as a business owner yeah. whilst you hold space for this work oh man So just as I've uncovered limiting beliefs in my personal life, I have uncovered many, many, many limiting beliefs in my business. Um, Mm. So I, some that have led to me leaving a six figure career with an upward trajectory and and what they call um, uh, career stability or whatever term you want to use for it. Um, Which is in itself a false belief because there's no such thing. Exactly. Um, so in that particular scenario, I woke up and, and explored a lot of these limiting beliefs in my personal life. And it led me to realize that I was living a lie and I was living to other people's expectations or other people's vision or idea Mm. of what life is supposed to be like and what success looks like. And I finally went, screw that. I don't, this isn't aligned with me anymore. It's physically making me ill. It's, you know, it's making me this really ugly version of myself. I was not responding to my daughter. Well, I wasn't responding to my husband. Well, my friends, I was just a really dark person. Um, so I left and I pursued my photography, um, as limiting beliefs evolve as your identities evolve. Um, I've actually walked away from my photography business to pursue the coaching business primarily. And then I'm also doing some digital marketing stuff on the side. And that's more or less like education for me as, as a business, but I will have the ability to help others, which is really exciting for me. Um, but yeah, so, so as a business owner, I wish I, I wish there was like a, an easy button on that, but I mean, even now today, I have a hard time sometimes, um, following through with different things that, that I'm excited about. And, you know, I, I put that out there and then I realized later, like, oh shit, you really didn't prepare for that very well. Um, so I have my own limiting beliefs and self-sabotage behaviors that I have to be mindful of, um, because I'm a firm believer that that stuff energetically people can sense that, um, and it can prevent people from wanting to work with you. And so being able to identify that in myself, sometimes it's really not that easy. I think it's much easier for someone else to go, Hey, have you looked at this? Did you, or, did hey, you check that route? Did you know you're doing this? And you're like, oh, shit, yeah. I am. Aren't I? I should have known that. I coach this stuff. Insert imposter yeah. syndrome, fears, yeah. doubts, yeah. all this, this fun and games comes in. So It's let's, so let's hard just, to do it for yourself. Let's try and flip this for a while. Yeah. What's working right now with your business? What is what is like, yeah, this is, this is ticking nicely? Yeah. Um, so I, I have found... Like what excites me 
Mm. and really, cause, cause when we do tasks, our body inherently tells us whether or not it's a task that we should be doing or not. You know, if you, if you're presented with a task and you're like all for it, you get all revved up and excited, you get adrenaline and you're like leaning in and you're like, yes, yes, yes. This is more of this please. And you, you know, the time flies and it's just like, you could do this all day long. Those are the tasks that are, that, that you are designed to do. Those are the tasks that really align with where you're going and what you want. And then you have tasks that are like, Oh my God, I have to do this. Oh my God. I need to, you know, I don't, uh, you, you know, you lean back, you close down your energy, your energy drops and you, maybe you procrastinate. Maybe you do. I find that I get distracted when that happens. So what's working mm. really well for me is being able to recognize when I'm in that high vibrational aligned activity and go, Ooh, I need to do more of this and less of that. And when it's that situation, if the less of that, whatever that is, if I can Mm -hmm. delegate that I do Mm -hmm. so that I can spend more time in my zone of genius doing what I love and less time doing things that make me feel gross and no energy and all that. Now, if I can't, obviously sometimes you just have to suck it up and do it. Um, but I have found ways to prioritize that in, you know, like I'm going to set a timer and this is all I'm going to (laughs) do. I'm going to turn my phone off. I'm going to like, just go do it. Um, and so that has allowed me to get things done with my business that I otherwise wouldn't have. And it's allowed me to give my clients tools and skills because of I've proven that they work. And that's kind of one of my things is I won't give someone a tool or a recommendation unless I've tried it. Yes. And I know that it, at least for me, I know that it has worked and not everything's going to work for everybody. It's, it's, you know, you, you try it on for size. If it doesn't work, toss it. If it works, keep it. Um, And I'm a very firm believer in trying something, giving something a a legitimate, genuine try, not just, I tried it once and it was BS. No, you gotta like give it a chance to work. Um, And so if I've vetted something out, that's what I will teach my clients. If not, I will recommend them. I will still maybe say, Hey, you can look into this, but I don't teach it. You might have to find a different instructor or different teacher. Um, but that, that is where as a business owner, I've been able to utilize those tools in my business and with my clients. Yeah. Nice. Love that. I mean, being a being a solopreneur is is a different kettle of fish. But like, yeah, I want to be able to delegate this. Oh shit! Wait, I can't because <laughs> I am I'm wearing all the hats. So there is like a stumbling block with that that initial phase. Then when the teams come in, it's the next level challenge of how do I delegate? Yeah. What's the right way to do it? Can I? Do I want to remove myself? And then so at every level there are some kind of fun and games coming into this. Yeah. But as a crumbs as a solopreneur we can get all caught up in this the people pleasing over delivering undercharging perfectionism work-life balance goes out the window all this stuff because especially in a passion business which is i Mm -hmm. i'm born to help people this is my purpose look at what it does do you find that that beautiful coming from a great place is also can be a hindrance at times Mm -hmm. i mean if 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 the belief drives, if there's a fear anywhere in the, in the belief that helping people is where you want to be, and there's some kind of low vibe negative or, or fear-based mm. subconscious belief somewhere in there, 
that's what's going to lead to, I need to do this for cheaper, or I'm not worthy of charging more, or, oh, I have to do it all myself. Cause maybe you don't trust people because you've been burned in the past by someone. Um, I've, I've run into that a lot. I've, I've trusted people with things. And because maybe I wasn't clear and I wasn't, you know, explicit in what I wanted, they delivered what they thought and it wasn't, it didn't match. So then I like, okay, whatever that's, I'm just going to do it all myself. And I think as a business owner, we get so, we get so involved in, in wanting to do the good thing, especially as healers, as a healer, we get, we get so caught up in the, in the exchange of energy and that love-based, you know, free flow of energy of helping and, and transforming people's lives. That when we get on the business side of things, there's a lot of fear-based stuff there because we don't know what we don't know. We have watched people and for some reason business carries this connotation like especially if you're successful it's like well they must be crooks or they must be whatever so there's a lot of personas that we've seen in business especially with successful businesses that I think come into play and if we're not aware of that it can absolutely make that heart-based work very difficult especially on the business side of things and it can really take a high from helping someone and, and, and watching the beautiful transformations that happen. And it can really take the wind out of that. Yeah. Even though it's coming from you, what you feel as the right place at the time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it can this... also be a driver between, am I taking on clients that aren't aligned with me because I need the money or because I need the exposure or because I need the whatever, or, or am I my help? Because they or, need this, therefore, and yeah. then you're inserting rather than you feel inserting. obligated to help. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's been tough for me. Is is understanding like talking to the masses versus I'm talking to specific people that are ready to go into the shadows, to go into the void, to find the pieces that maybe they've recognized, but they're refusing to accept as theirs. Maybe they're still projecting off onto someone else. And, and to do that, I have struggled because it's like, well, man, now I'm leaving all these other people behind. And it's like, well, no, they're just not, it's like, it's like taking a road journey, right? You have towns, you know, if you're at this town and it's 20 miles from the next town, you can't just pick the town up and move it. So why would I market to people who aren't yet in my town? Like if you take, you know, modern day, anything away and you go back to the, the medieval days where you walked or rode horses, you're not going to be able to like pick the town up and move it. And so I have to constantly remind myself, like, you don't need to, you don't need to try to get the person that's not yet where you are or not yet ready to accept the message or the work that's waiting for them. Because if they get here too soon, you could potentially set them back farther or they could just go, I'm not getting it. And they won't commit and they won't do the work. And then you have more work to do. And really in the long run, sure, as a business owner, I'll, I'll take more money, but like it, I'd rather you do the work and get to me here so we can be efficient and effective. And that transformation takes the place when it's meant to then, you know, and cause there's people out there who are like, yeah, spend your money with me from day one. And it's like, well, Maybe I'm not ready for you. You have to protect your ecosystem. You have to protect your community and your environment. And that I think is a a lesson that can be tough. Crumbs, we messed up on that. Of course, every business owner does is, okay, take on the wrong kind of people. I'm a 
I'm a mm -hmm. projector. I learn by doing. Always have done. It's like, oh, once I knew that, it was interesting. Yeah. So I think protecting your your place and your ecosystem as you go through this growth there are conflicting views here there's a misalignment happening but it's like but mm -hmm. as you go through this um it's kind of beautiful to hear your story so i actually thank you so much for for sharing your your yeah. journey behind the scenes and beautifully eloquently describing what it's like and where this shadow all the roots come from it's fascinating yeah thank you i appreciate being here it's been You're a lot welcome. of fun I don't know if people want to find out more about you, if they're curious and ready and like maybe maybe they don't want to, but they know this is the right thing for them. What, how can they find you? Yeah, so I do a lot of stuff on Instagram at uh, a, re a rebellious awakening. There's periods a dot a rebellious dot awakening um, or my website, ashleygyberson.com. That's A-S-H-L-I-E Giberson.com. Awesome stuff. Well, everyone, if you're curious or like, hell yeah, let's do this go and check it out but again thank you so much for being here thank you for sharing thank you i appreciate it you are so so welcome hey katie yeah mark wanna do an outro i sure do sweet hey thank you so so much for listening and making it to the end yay you so what happens next we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is. And we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah. So please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.